More men and women are marching out of the Australian Defence Force than are looking to join. The ADF is failing to reach critical targets needed to swell the ranks to their biggest level since the Vietnam War. We're going to speak to Neil James, who is the Executive Director of the Australian Defence Association. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Mark. So, Neil, how many people does the Australian Defence Force need to um, apply and to get in? Lots. Much more than are currently... uh... They're currently doing it. The force sits at the moment a bit over 58,000 regulars and about 32,000 reservists. But of those reservists, only about half are immediately available, trained and effective. Um, We need a defence force getting up round with both reserve and uh, regular people getting up round about 85,000 and we're a long way from it. And we've got less people joining each year than what the separation rate is, which is very dangerous. Uh, Neil, 10,000, 10,000 people a year, that would be a good number, as in 10,000 young people joining the Defence Force? Um, yes, it would, but we but we need to increase the force and not just increase it in raw numbers. It's the type of people you need to recruit and the different skill sets. For example, um, there's what's called a ship stopper in the Navy. If you don't have a doctor or a couple of marine electricians, even though the rest of the crew of the ship might be 160-odd people, the ship can't go to sea. Mm. So it's not just a case of raw numbers. And the Defence Force is an industry that's, by uh, Australian terms, disproportionately young. Half the Defence Force is under 25, two-thirds of the Defence Force is under 35. And you don't find that in a lot of other industries, and yet, young people, as a percentage of the total Australian population, um, is a diminishing percentage. So they're fighting a market that's working against them. So, Neil, how long has this issue been bubbling along? Uh, probably since Federation, but it's certainly <laughs> it's a cyclical thing. It occurs every so often. Any organisation needs to turn over round about 8 to 9% of its workforce every year, so over a decade or so, you completely renew the workforce. When your separation rate rises up around 12 or 13%, uh, you've got a crisis, and that's what we're essentially facing now. And it's very hard to solve because so many young Australians in that desired age group are now going on to tertiary study, much greater than uh, happened, say, uh, 30, 20 and 10 years ago. Um, There just aren't enough people in the age cohorts to join the Defence Force and not enough people uh, with the required educational uh, and training backgrounds. But, Neil, um, one of the great things, of course, is that you can join the Defence Force and do a tertiary course at the same time and have your course paid for, um, which then, I suppose, leads to the question, um, does the Defence Force market itself well? Um. They tend to market themselves well. The problem is, is for, for to save money, governments have contracted out uh, the, a lot of the management of the recruiting effort to outside commercial companies, and the British are going through exactly the same problem. Um, this has not always been a success, particularly in the reserve elements, where traditionally they've always better recruited directly themselves. Mm-hmm. And they really have to have another look at that, throw a bit more money at it, and, and a bit more hard uh, thinking. Uh, but the bottom line is is we, is we need a bigger defence force. Yeah. Um, it's a disproportionately younger industry. It's very hard to attract young people into the defence force. Um, and so they need to get a bit more imaginative. Um, they can improve the conditions of service instead of continually taking them away. Um, they could think about 
uh, hex waivers for people joining the reserve. Good idea. Um, and there's lots of things they could try, but they don't do it, mm. uh, no matter whether it's a Conservative or a Labor government, essentially because they don't want to spend money on it. So, so Neil, you say, we ne- you say we need a bigger defence force. Is that government policy? Does the government want us to have a bigger defence force? Well, they've announced that as their policy, and it wouldn't matter if the government changed the opposition tomorrow. They, they'd have the same policy. Yes, the country needs a bigger defence force because of the strategic situation we're facing and because we ran down the defence force numbers to as low as 51,000 at the turn of the century, um, and we need to rebuild it. I mean, you know, we're an island continent. Mm. We're the only country in the world that's also a continent. We're responsible for some 10% of the Earth's surface in some way, and yet we have a defence force that doesn't match our responsibilities. So, Neil, I go back to when I was a young man, and uh, the ADF, it wasn't for me. You know, firing guns, jumping out of helicopters, that wasn't my go. But what normally entices someone to join the ADF? Um, well, lots of things. Um, uh, you know, people who, who don't want to sit in an office all day or a factory. Yep. Um, and also... Uh, uh, you know, for example, we used to be able to say you could see a lot more of the world in the Defence Force. That's right. Um, yeah. And then other things you can't anymore because you can backtrack anyway. Um, you know, it, it, it's a really difficult thing and there needs to be much more targeted recruitment. But quite frankly, the two best things they could do overnight um, would be to raise the pay rights uh, so it was uh, once again... Uh, uh, adequately competitive mm. uh, and also start thinking about imaginative things like um, waving, uh, waving hex for uh, reservists. Yeah. Smart. Thank uh, you, what Neil. we don't want to have to look at um, is in a crisis uh, reintroducing conscription uh, because economically that's usually disastrous in the long run and also uh, any country that's not willing to defend itself um, has really got to ask some fundamental questions about uh, uh, its life as a country. And the idea, for example, that you could recruit lots and lots of migrants for your defence force um, has some quite nauseating uh, moral aspects when you think about it. Thanks, Neil.